At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hey! <laughs> he pulled up short, short there. He didn't say it. Ken Wallace, Calvin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're going to hustle through this one, aren't we? We're going to hustle. Well, Get a little bit of a late start. Yeah, well, this. we don't have any clips either. So we're, oh, that'll, we're, that'll save We're clip free. Uh, we're going to talk, we're going to review the uh, Kansas race. And what would you have done if you were Clint Boyer? And the other thing was that uh, Clint Boyer had a run at second place to go around Eric Jones, but Eric Jones got in his way. It's like when you're going down I-4 or 95 and that guy up in front of you with the Canadian plate <laughs> slides over and you see him, you go, oh, man. Or you see the 18-wheeler way up ahead that's getting in the left lane because he's going to pass another 18-wheeler. Yeah. And he's up in front of you and you're cruising along and you see it and you go, oh, no, because it takes him forever to pass yeah. the other yeah. 18-wheeler. And you can't see around some bitch. You can't see around him, so you don't know what's really going on. And Clint said, you know, I should have maybe I should have wrecked him. And let's start right there. Uh, should – Clint Boyer, did he make – he made the sane move because if he had wrecked him, a right. bunch of cars behind him, guess what they would have done? They well, he's, see, he's 39 now. Yep. And he's wrecked a lot of cars. Yep. You know, he's been wrecked. He's caused wrecks. And you get to a point, right, you know, you're – you're, I won't say how old you are, but... I ain't know how old I am. All right, so we don't know exactly how old you are, yeah. um, but I'm sure... I think sure, I might be 39, too. I'm sure that if we, you know, cut you and looked at the rings, that yeah. you'd have a little bit of I'll, age. I'll bend right over. You don't have to cut me in half. <laughs> so, um, so the Ken Wells of today, right? Yeah. Okay, now compare that to uh, Ken Wells at 20. At 20? Yeah. So that's two different people, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, yeah. you go down the highway, you're not I going so. the speed limit. Oh, you know. Was I? Uh, you know, back then I think I might have been 55 when I was 20. <laughs> Remember that? Remember those horrible years when it was 55? Yeah, yes, time? yes. You'd never get to Grandma's house. No, bad. We're talking about the speed limit. So, being um, so Clint. But I mean, you're acting like there haven't been any crazy 39 year olds out there that would have wrecked somebody. Well, it's just you know. Here's the thing: he wasn't going to win. He wasn't going to win, but he could have got second. But it doesn't matter. He's going to be in the championship. He's going to be in the top 16 at the end. He knows it. Once you're there, you got a chance. You gather a couple more points here. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Well, he wasn't going to win. But what That's about, why he didn't wreck everybody. But what about the block? So there's – Yeah, well, like I said, I wrote about in uh, the uh, Q&A or FAQ, whatever you want to call it, in the NASCAR this week. What is that? That's a page that comes out every week in a newspaper near you, I think. I know it comes out in one near us. And a lot of uh, – over 100, I think, places in the – 100 
places throughout this land of ours, North America. Wow. Newspapers, dailies, and weeklies alike get NASCAR this week because it's chock full of little short bites of information. Yeah. One of which is a Q&A where I mentioned that you can kind of see Eric with a K, Jones, not to be confused <laughs> with Eric with an A, Eric Amarola. Eric with a K, Jones, uh, he's got people to answer to. He's got people that pay his bills, and he's got to go look at them at the end of the race. And you know, why am I so jumpy today? I just kind of pulled out a collar, and I'm feeling self-conscious, like, uh, like this is going to make it better. So he's got to go talk yeah. to them people, and they're going to yeah. go, "My God, you know what? That shirt would look good if you had a dicky." <laughs> yeah, just imagine that shirt with a dicky. I'm going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> not for long. Though. So. Uh, yeah, so he's got to answer to people, and they say, hey, you had a chance to finish second. You let that guy pass you. Why didn't you keep him from passing you? Other people block all the time. Why didn't you, why didn't you block Eric with a K? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So he's got to answer to people. He's got people. Yeah. So, so it's I kind of see both sides, don't you? Yeah, I, I absolutely do. This may be a lot more fun if you only saw one side and we could actually argue about it. Uh, well, I think – okay, let me put it this way. Okay. Um, I think – with um, Boyer being Boyer being his age with all the experience experience yeah. experience told him to Let don't off. get wrecked either that and, or he's at an age where he, he where it just smarts a little bit sometimes but I think the next time it happens yeah. he's gonna say the heck with it I'm, you know we, somebody's gotta teach this kid a lesson or whatever and it's gonna happen so. Eric with a K yeah and that's when we could see fisticuffs All right. in the garage area. Next next topic, Alex <laughs> Bowman. Alex with an X. Is he, uh, is he ever going to win a race, you think? Is he yeah. going to win? Is he gonna, yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, see, he could, now the first of these three straight second-place finishes was at the non-plate plate race at Talladega. Talladega. Right. Space race. And at the space race. And uh, so you write that off as a fluke because it's a non-plate plate race. So then he does it again the next two weeks at two entirely different tracks. Yeah. So now you're thinking Hendrick has found something. They, Absolutely. They have found Team Hendrick has found a little something, or as uh, the Wallace boys call it, Team Hendricks. <laughs> uh, they, <laughs> they found a little something, something, and they're running better. Even Jimmy's running a little better. Yeah. Uh, Billy the Kid, not so much. You know, he did a little better there for a while, but I think he's backslid to twentieth. Well, he, yeah, he, he was in the top ten, but oh, faded. So, so, yeah. so you got Alex winning within. I say the over under on Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Alex <laughs> Bowman winning the race is. I'm gonna put the over under at the uh, Coke 400 here in uh, in early July here in Daytona. So Beach. Alex Jones. Alex Jones will not win a race. <laughs> he's been banned from NASCAR. Oh, man. Uh, oh, I like to think my own. Number 38, Heinz, 57, Chevrolet. <laughs> I got my man juice. <laughs> I got my man juice. In this Chevrolet. <laughs> what do I want to set the man held me down? I was not speeding on pit road. Everyone can see it clearly. Part of the cabal. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, the early July race here in Daytona Beach. Yeah. That is the over-under for Alex Jones. Alex Jones again. Alex <laughs> Bowman winning a NASCAR Cup Series race. Will it happen before or after 
the Coke Zero Four Hundred oh, Daytona. I think it's going to happen before. I knew you were going to say before. Yeah, but it's going to happen after. No, I think. I, it's I think it might not even happen this year. What do you think about that? It's uh, hard to win a race. It's hard to it, win to a win race. race thirty eight or forty other people, thirty eight, thirty seven, some odd people the, have to lose a race for you to win a race. But the, the thing about it, think the, about like, well, the thing. Well, the thing about it well, is, you got to be there again, <laughs> Bill. Bill, what's it going to take to win the five hundred? Well, you got well, guys, you got to be there at the end. Just got to be there at the end. But so, well, but, but there and again. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Judah Bowman, he's going to yep. win. He's going to win right. before we get here for the 400. All right. That's enough Kansas. All right. We're going to move along to uh, talk about the All-Star Race, which is coming up this week. And then a little later on, we're going to talk a little bit about Indianapolis. And then, or as AJ calls it, in Annapolis. And then you got to say goodbye and to our friends on Facebook Live because this is friends. just a teaser. Oh, for you got to go to DaytonaMotorMiles.com to get the full transcript. Because right, I got fun facts coming up later. I wrote it down. Fun yeah. facts. See right, right there. What? Well, what? Well, what? And okay. the birthday game. All right. So say goodbye, Willis. Bye, Willis. All right. All right. And then uh, we're going to take a little break, and we'll be right back with you. We'll get that in big time auto racing. Right after this. All right, we're back. Ken Wallace, Galvin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. You'll get that big-time auto race. You know what you'll get, Galvin? What? Yeah. Paint schemes. I hate paint schemes, except for one race a year. They're okay at the All-Star Race. Yeah. But here's the problem. They do these special paint schemes for the All-Star Race, and that's basically sort of where it started, I think. You know, became old hat due to fancy paint schemes, the one-offs at the All-Star Race. Uh, but it's not a big deal anymore. You know why? Because everybody has different paint schemes every week. So I don't even pay any attention to it. Don't know why I wrote it down on this sheet of paper. So uh, any – any, uh, what do you think? What do I think? What do you think? Uh, I think, first of all, we're on Periscope here. Yeah. Uh, we're from Daytona Beach, Florida. That's Ken Wells. I'm behind the camera right now. Oh, that, Godwin this is Kelly. Be great. Yes. So this is uh, – we're Periscoping okay. for a few minutes. Uh, Beats a stethoscope. I can tell so you that. people uh, can transport in. Really? Yeah. There's a function on Periscope where you can. You're do speaking it. in theory. Nobody's actually going to do. Well, that. what they do is you just it's like it's like ran, you randomly pick uh, somebody that's doing Periscope. I'm so, pretty damn so we, random. So we could get some randos. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, where are we at, at Daytona Motor Mouse? What at, paint what, schemes you, at Charlotte? Paint schemes in Charlotte. Race. Do you remember when that started? I remember. I seem to remember Earnhardt instead of the black three running like an orange car. I think. Yeah, there. yeah. Um, I think that was the the, the catalyst. Four car had that Tyrannosaurus Rex car that they took there one year with it. And it had a different paint scheme. Yeah, I even I think going even back farther than that, um, uh, Daryl, DW, yeah, boogity boogity boogity. He uh, had a he had a Oh, Western what? Western what? Auto? Western Auto car that was completely like, whoop, silver. Remember yeah, that? I remember that. A chrome. That. Yep, yep, yep. And he had a matching outfit. Yeah. And he said it didn't breathe. Oh, <laughs> he was like, wonderful. Sweat. Yeah. Well, it's all about style. You don't need yeah. function. He got style points because he looked like a spaceman. But what what change, big or small, would you make? I mean, they seem to tweak the format of the All Star Race every year. But I'm not talking about, you know, changing the final the, from 10 laps to 20 or to 15 or to 6 or, or stop and goes and, and, and uh, green flag pit stops or any kind of rule changes they make. 
little tinkering around the edges. Is there anything you can think of bigger that you would do to change the All-Star weekend at Charlotte to get people interested again? I think like they used to be. I think uh, last year. Yes, sir. It it they ramped up the energy with that package. Now, yeah, yeah. Now that was a special package. Yes, it was because that was four hundred and fifty horsepower. Now it's the package. Now it's five hundred and fifty horsepower, yeah. and the the wings and fins and all aren't and as big. They're ducking around this year. They're putting new air ducts in. They're running. They're tweaking. They're running a couple of uh, little changes on the cars that they're going to introduce in twenty one, I believe. Yes. So they're doing that, but you know we won't really see it. You won't notice it if you're watching. I'm talking about something, something. What would you do? Because I'm sitting on one. You know I'm sitting on one if I'm trying to get you to commit to something. I'm sitting on a good one. All right. So it's for win. It's past winners. Yeah. Uh, so you got your field. Got your field. Uh, they use uh, special uh, – They use NASCAR uses it as a testing ground for yeah. stuff. So. I'll give you one since you can't think of one. How about putting a passenger seat in and having your chief mechanic ride along with you like some of them old Pan American races? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Two-man race. <laughs> then you got to switch. <laughs> You switch for the middle segment, then go back does to it, the ace driver for the final. So does does the uh, does the passenger do anything? Do they have a function? Gives or? directions. Just it's a left up here. Go up left. Quick left here. <laughs> now go down there a ways and turn left again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, has, to, has to jump out and help with pit stops. Yeah, you know that's the way they used to do it, Indy. Sure. Yeah, you have your mechanic ride along. Yeah, I like to ride along. Yeah. So is that your idea? No. I'm trying oh, to give you goodness. one because you weren't thinking of one. Holy cow. Yeah. Here's um, my idea. Okay. Maybe you'll think of one while I'm saying. Make it two races. Run the Roval and then the Quad Oval or vice versa. They've got the road course there, and everybody loved that last October when they introduced it. Right. Bring it to All-Star Weekend. And if, if it's an All-Star, Star, S-T-A-R, guys are supposed to be able to do it all, right? If they're right. All-Stars. So let's show show us what you can do on the quad oval and what you can do on the road course, the old roval. The roval. Oh, what do you think about that? Two races in one. How about having a roval? How about having a road course race and the oval race going on simultaneously? <laughs> you got your choice. You got to. How about this? You got to run. You're going to run fifty laps or you know whatever segment. Twenty laps this segment. Thirty the next. Whatever. One of those laps has to be through the roval. How about that? One time, that's one time or another, you got to run through the road course. Wow! And when are you going to do that? When you don't have a whole lot of traffic, preferably. Yeah. So there's a little bit of strategy involved. How about that? Yeah, that open up the road course. That is uh, brilliant. I'll answer it for you. I know what you're going to say is brilliant, exceptional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and in, in in these <coughs> days and times, yep. You got. I'm a man of my time. Come, you got to come up with this kind of stuff. I'm a man of my time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, the All Star race next year. Yep, we'll predict that uh, they'll use both courses and they have to want run one lap on the Roval. Either that or make it two separate little races and two laps on the Roval. Yeah, or yeah, no, whatever. Two separate. You, you got to or you take your pick. Do you want to? Ra- here you go. Do you want to race? You take your pick. Which race you want to race in? See who? How many people pick the road course? How many pick the oval? Yeah. Or you run, we're going to run the first 25 laps on the oval, the next 25 laps on the road course, then the final 10, 20 laps, whatever, back on the oval. 
but you can't change your car. So now you got to set your car. Your now your your know it alls and they're on your team. The engineers they have to set the car up for the oval without taking too much away from what it needs on the road course, and vice versa. Wow! So you got to have a car that can handle both the oval and the roval. Wow! How about that? God, I'm smart. I think Good. of these things. Free advice. I should have copyrighted that one. Damn it. <laughs> all right. Plus, that's going out all over the universe. Oh, I've given it too. to everybody yeah. now. Oh. Yeah. So, anyway. Oh, no. Anyway. All right. That's all we got for now for that, this segment? That's it. That's it. We got one more segment to go here on Daytona Motor Mouse, and we'll be Daytona right back. DaytonaMotorMouse.com. All right, we're back. Green, white checkers. Ken Willis, God with Kelly. Daytona Motor Mouse winding down. I know, you know, we try to hold this to uh, NASCAR, but this is the big month of May in, in Indianapolis. And uh, the Indianapolis. Oh, you know, when I was talking earlier about uh, the all-star race, how they should run the road course and the oval, Indy does that now. Yeah. They got the Indianapolis Grand Prix yeah. that they just ran last week on the road course at Indy. Absolutely. Now, you talk about pot running the risk of taking away from your marquee event. If you're going to run at Indianapolis, if you're going to run a road course race just a couple or three weeks before the Indy 500, that's – but here's the good here's the good news slash bad news is that uh, not a lot of people go to that road course race at Indianapolis. So it's not like you're losing a lot of – you run the risk of uh, losing a lot of fans who would now skip the Indy 500. Well, you know? a, I think it's a different car, too, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they use their Indy 500 no, cars. No, no, no. Yeah. But it's still their Indy car. It's yeah. just not the same physical but car. I thought, seeing as how you got everybody there in May and and the, the old format, you know, disappeared because yeah. it was all of May, you know, testing, sure. call, you know. So that went away out of lack of interest. And... So I thought them bringing the Grand Prix in to start May was actually a pretty good idea. I like it, too. Yeah. yeah. Gives them something to do. This weekend is qualifying. You know they've changed qualifying. You just mentioned how dramatically different that is. Yeah. Here's the format now. Here's fun facts about IndyCar, Indy oh, 500 qualifying. I've been waiting for this. Uh, on Saturday, Saturday, this Saturday, qualifying will be open from 11 a.m. to 5.50 p.m. It's an odd time. Why not just 6? Because it's Indy. All cars entered will be guaranteed at least one attempt. Additional attempts are allowed, time and weather permitting. All right, here's what happens. On Saturday, the fastest nine cars in qualifying will advance to the Fast Nine Shootout. (laughs) Positions 10 through 30 will be locked into the Indy 500 and do not requalify. That's it. They're locked into the 500. Now, there's 33 cars in the race. So, right. All right. So now position is 31 and lower after the first qualifying day. 31st and slower beyond or 38 cars, 36 cars, whatever it is. Uh, they're going to be entered into the last row shootout. <laughs> now, then on Sunday, time trials will continue as follows. At 12.15, the last row shootout will be held. Entries that finish 31st and lower on Saturday will have one attempt to qualify to get one of those last row positions, 31 through 33. 34th and lower, see you later. Head on over to Muncie. I think get supper and going home. Okay, you're missing one thing here: the number of entries. Yeah, I didn't. I I, 30, I said 36, 37, 36. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I said there about. So there's three. 
three boys making a long ride home. Three boys the, the, gonna be packing it the up. Trailer of shame. <laughs> now at one fifteen, the fast nine shootout will determine starting positions one through nine, including the pole positions. Position times from Saturday will be erased, and cars will have one attempt to requalify <laughs> championship points. Blah 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 will be awarded. Blah 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 blah. After qualifying is concluded, a two-hour and forty-five-minute practice session will be held. Furthermore, the month I'm just morphing into. <laughs> Furthermore, the Monday post-qualifying practice session will be trimmed from three and a half hours to two hours. Now, here's another fun fact. Any qualifying. One of the 36 guys there trying to get an automobile race, uh-huh. the world's most famous automobile race. Right. Name's Colton Herta. The right name Herta should be familiar. Herta, yeah. Yeah, Brian Herta. Brian Herta, yeah. yeah. Colton Herta should possibly be familiar to you, too, because he ran in the Rolex 24 this year. Yeah. The Ray Hall Letterman team. Oh, yeah. Bobby Ray Hall. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, Colton Herta is the first entry in Indianapolis 500 history to be born in the 2000s. He was born in 2000. He's 19. Wow. Or he might not even be 19 yet. Might still be 18. I didn't look at his birthday. Well, we, we're now, we, I'm, I'm feeling yeah. old now. Yeah. Yeah. So he's the first driver born after the 19, after the 1900s were put to bed. So Oof. you don't feel so good right now. No. He drives for, uh, he drives for Harding Steinbrenner Racing. Caught my eye. Yeah. I see that name. Harding, Warren, yeah. yeah, Warren yeah. Harding. Yeah, that uh, turns out that the Steinbrenner part is uh, George Michael Steinbrenner IV, <laughs> the fourth. He's the he's the son of uh, Yankees co-owner and co-chairman Hank Hammer and Hank Steinbrenner, which makes him the grandson of George Steinbrenner. Ah, that's cool. Costanza. <laughs> Uh, the Harding Steinbrenner Racing is an auto racing team in the IndyCar series formed as a result of a partnership between Harding Racing, which debuted at the night 2017 Indy 500, and Steinbrenner Racing, which has competed in Indy Lights in a partnership with Andretti Autosport since 2017. So the Steinbrenners have a racing interest. How about that? I did not know that. Did you? I had no You know what idea. that is? That's a fun fact. Yeah, that is fun. And, you know, Andretti... Um, they've been in racing a while. They've been in racing in a while. And but not baseball. No, but this is kind of like Joe Gibbs and having the furniture row car. You know, they'll get all that good stuff yeah. in that car. So, I mean, I'll take your word for it. I just don't follow it that closely. I don't either. Yep. Yeah. All right, you ready to play the birthday game? Just can I make one note here? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, but is it a fun fact? No. Okay. It's just uh, I went over to the Motorsports Hall of Fame of America, which is located at Daytona International Speedway, mm-hmm. uh, the other day, and they've got the world's fastest car on display. I saw that story you wrote. Yeah. yeah. So Mickey uh, Thompson, Danny Mickey, Thompson. Mickey Thompson actually designed and built the car in '68. Yeah. And then unfortunately, he got you know yeah got gunned down that right. year. So the car got put away, and then his son Danny brought it back out and worked on it eight years, Jeez. and then set the uh, piston-driven world record at the, at the bottom. Eight years to build a car. I could almost get a house built in eight years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another story. For that time. But anyway, it's over there at the local <laughs> Hall of Fame here, yeah. and it, and it's really it's really cool to look at it. I, it looks huge. Yeah. 
it's very it's, i don't think i could park that baby <laughs> you ain't parallel parking that one yeah and they're bringing in uh, mickey's car that he ran 402 miles an hour i think 406 um challenger one they're bringing that in in the next week so they'll be side by side father and son's cool. cars basically so uh it's worth a it's worth a visit sure. i think i think it's like 15 bucks to you know to get in there i'll, so. I'll go you got 15 bucks yeah i'll lend it to you right now all right, birthday game ready? Yeah. Not a lot this week, but we're gonna try. We're gonna start slow. We're gonna start. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna trip you up a little bit. Truck series racer Todd Gilliland. Partly because I want to hear you say Gilliland. Todd Gilliland, son of David Gilliland. Todd G. Huh? Todd G. You got it. Yeah. You want to take a shot at that? He's a truck series guy. I think it's his second year in the truck series. Came out of the K and N. Do, 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 do. Um, I'll say 21. 19. Jeesh. He was, I think, also born in 2000. Yeah. Ooh. All right, we're going to get a little, uh, little flashier here. Sunday, Dario Franchitti. Dario? IndyCar legend. Tried a little NASCAR, a little Rolex sports car race. Tried a little Ashley Judd for a while. Married her. Dario Franchitti. 44. That's pretty damn good. I would have thought older because it seemed like he's been out of the car for a little while. And you're used to drivers being... Anyway, 46. Yeah. How old is Ashley Judd, His the former Mrs. Franchitti? Ashley? How old is Ashley Judd? Well, now, she, she's not having a birthday, but we're just, you know, we're, we're just veering off I, well if he's uh so 46 she, is he he's 46, he's 46 so she's like probably 42 i would have thought so too yeah you know what what 51 Ooh. Ooh. yes sir all right one more monday next monday you're gonna nail this one i got all the faith in the world tony stewart next monday you're gonna do some math right now i feel it coming uh, i can't i'm my mind is is you're numb well, you know how your computer, when you're running a video and it freezes, and then it comes back? Yeah, that's how Never my mind's working. Okay. It's like freezing. Monday, coming. Tony Stewart. Uh, I'll just say 50. Boy, you just, you don't have, you're just, don't, your heart's not in the birthday game this week. No. Nah, you would have tried to figure that out. Any other week, you would have put pen to paper, you would have figured it out, and you would have nailed it. 48. Tony Stewart's going to be 48. Well, on yeah, that's close. Well, I, you don't live on close. You are the king of the birthday game. I know, but this. All right, that's all. That's all the time we have today. Bye. No, <laughs> dang it, we got to hear a dad joke. All right, explain yourself. All right, so uh, I was given this book, dad jokes, bad jokes and puns inspired by dads, and you know, being a dad, you have to, you know, yep. you have to appreciate Let's this. Go. So we're on page ninety-two today. It's joke one sixty-seven. Two hookers and a priest walk into. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know this one. <laughs> What do you call an overweight alien? An overweight alien. Is this a legal alien? Uh, this is like a Mars alien? Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. What do you call an overweight an alien? An overweight alien. I got, I got to, eventually I got to know one of these, right? But I haven't known one yet. What? An extra cholesterol. <laughs> That's so bad. That is just horrible. These are dad jokes. Oh my god. All They're right. dad uh, jokes. I knew we should have cut it off earlier. Right. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. You can find us all over the place. If you got Google, you know, you can do it. You can find us. Thank you.
next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motormouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotormouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motormouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal.